Ren, how do you sleep at night? Like in a bed? No, wait. Okay, no, no, I've got a better one. No, no, no. Ask me again. No, no, I've got a much better oh, one. Do it again, again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Riley, how do you sleep at night? Well, I don't know, Dennis. Usually I just close my eyes and wait. Very good. Very good. Thank very very good. Uh, so uh, Often I'll say that to Megan in the morning. She'll be like, oh, hi, good morning. How are you? How'd you sleep? And I'll say, just close my eyes and wait. She loves, she loves it. Like, every, yeah. I mean, she hears, she hears it you know, nearly every day. She loves it every time. Huge I that, laugh. I bet that never gets old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today, Riley, uh, I purchased something that could be considered a sleep aid. Okay. What'd you get? A little teddy uh, bear? No, we have many teddy bears. You've seen all of our teddy bears. Yeah, There's you many do a whole bear lot of teddy bears, yeah. Uh, we purchased a weighted blanket. Oh, my brother got my sister one of them for uh, her birthday recently. And Dennis, can I tell you, I was very surprised when he, he was like, here, lift this up. How heavy do you think it is? So I did that thing. Where so it, heavy. Well, I did the thing where I was like, oh, it's a blanket. How, you know, you look at something, it can't be that heavy. And my body. How much could a banana possibly cost, Michael? It didn't do enough. It didn't like put enough force into the lifting thing. And then I just looked like an idiot because I tried to pick up a seven <laughs> kilogram doona, right? Well, they're not that heavy. Six or seven kilos isn't that heavy. No, but, but when you look at, across a blanket is wild. And yeah. when you look at a doona, like when you look at a blanket and you, your body, it's like if you looked at, I don't know, a, a tennis ball, right? And then you got to pick it up and it's been filled with concrete it's somehow. It's cement, yeah. It feels way heavier than it should be so yeah it was it was a really weird experience anyway my sister loved it apparently they're really good so i purchased one of those uh, they're very popular for people with um things like autism or asperger's or um anxiety disorders and like that mm-hmm. but uh, i think a lot of people have them now and we saw them in the duns you know the big nice shop next to our house here um no and there's a really big the really, really big shop the scarborough fair what no this where we get the chicken rolls from up the road to your place what's it called that's a centra no, not, not, the, not, the, not, not the place that had the incredible buffet where, they, where you could go and get like a breakfast of, you know, potato wedges and, and chicken poppers. No, no, no. The, oh, the yeah, fancy no. one, the posh one, Scarborough Market. That's a D- Dunn Stores? No, it's the one near the supermarket where we went and got all those chips before your wedding. We went and got all the those really chips fancy one, wedding. like the really nice one where the, the chicken fillet roll costs like Donnybrook Fair. Donnybrook Fair, not Scarborough Fair. There you go, Donnybrook Fair. Scarborough Fair is, miles the, is, the, is, is the English folk song. <laughs> yeah, Donnybrook Fair is miles away from my house. Okay, I don't it's know. In, it's all I mean. There's one of them, there is one of them in Donnybrook. The one to is one in still Oregon. This is very interesting to a very sub, small subset of people. Yeah, all the this people like in Southern Dublin are like, oh, yeah. Over again. Oh, I love Ooh, that place. Yeah, great. Now, so we want to wait a blanket in the Dunn stores. Okay. And it is like being, I tried it today, it's like being in an envelope. Is it nice? Uh, I f- it was nice. I felt I took a little nap today mm-hmm. in the weighted blanket. Very nice. Mm-hmm. But I, it puts you straight into that deep sleep as a result, you know? Yeah. Um, so when I woke up, it was like, it was like, I, I imagine like the flashbang Call of Duty sound going off. Oh, right. Like, what? Yeah. Where am I? What's going on? <laughs> it was a very, very rude awakening. So I think I'd like so, one, but it is rather warm in australia and this was well this was very cold this blanket it's oh, designed it's to keep you cool well no this is full of glass i'm i'm gonna have to stop you there dennis because the next light and frothy conversation topic that i wanted to bring up with in, in the weighted blanket sphere was what do you think they fill it with is it feel i was then i was going to make some jokes about maybe it's filled with mercury because that'd be nice and liquid and feel good and you're know, gonna have a very sort of a, a very jocular conversation Mad about Hatter that. syndrome yeah no it's full of glass but it's actually <laughs> filled with something extremely dangerous what it's full of tiny glass beads. So you're crinkling, crinkling and crunching as you roll over? It doesn't crunch. They're like hard glass beads, but they retain like no heat. Okay. See, the, so I, see I got cold under it. Well, that's interesting because I, I kind of, I think Megan and I both want one, but Megan struggles as it is under a regular blanket. 
Uh, I get way bed. too hot too. Yeah, because she she overheats. She, she's you know the, the Scottish they talk a big game about how tough and how strong they are. Oh, the moment this the, the moment the 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 mercury goes over twenty degrees, oh, they start struggling. Oh, anyway. dude, I live in I live in Ireland. I am a sleeping underwear only on top of the covers kind of guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Um, like 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 a, I, I'm like I've been drawn by a lazy animator. Or like I'm in a video game where they don't want to have all the physics of the of the blanket going over me. So like, I just yes. lie on top just of it. Lie on top. It's funny how people in video games always lie. Yeah, that's, that's the Dennis Strandjack effect in video games. But maybe we'll have to look at getting one if it's actually nice and cool. Yeah, it was very. Well, I, I got chilly under it. Nikki's sleeping under it right now in the other room. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to sort of open up the conversation a little bit broader, Riley. Okay. Because I do some stuff that I don't think a lot of people do when I go to sleep. So I want to talk about sleep aids overall. Okay. Uh, I play music while I sleep. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I often either do that or listen to a podcast or a, or a story. Yep. And, I can't listen to a podcast. So this is interesting. So I'll, I'll play like sleep music or I'll sometimes I'll, play, I'll loop like rain sounds on Spotify. Okay, yep. Um, which is, that's relatively normal. It's not a point. Um, you live in Ireland, just open the window. I, dude, I know, right? <laughs> um, I can't, I can't, I can't listen to a podcast because if I hear voices as I'm trying to fall asleep, they'll like bleed into my dreams and it's like demons are coming to get me, man. Okay, yeah, I understand that, yep. Can't do that, can't do that. Um, we also have a little uh, a robot, I guess you'd call it. It's like a it's uh, it's a hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> Premier. Okay. It's like <laughs> Hold on, you ready? I'm I'm, I'm ready. Um, waited. Love waiting. Let's go. It's like a humidifier thing. Okay. A little orb with a little hole in the front, and you put like a half cup of water in it and some like essential oils, and it just oh, shoots. Oh yeah, a, a um steam. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, it's a uh, not an extractor. It's something like that. A vapor a vaporizer or something like. Yeah, yeah I've seen them. They sell them yeah. at uh, sell them at Muji. Yeah, they look great. Yeah, but mm. um, it looks so stupid because it's got okay. four little legs and it. I was going to say, it's not a robot. It's just a household appliance, but I guess yours is shaped right. in a different way. Okay, well, sure. Yeah. It lo- it's got four little legs. It's got a dome and one little pinprick hole that just shoots a little smoke at. So you turn it on, it looks like a, like a Pokemon sitting yeah, yeah. in the corner of your room. <laughs> <laughs> and like Nikki and I will call it the sleep robot. Like yeah. if, Nikki, if, Nikki, if Nikki says something like, would you like me to turn on the sleep robot? <laughs> it's the new it's the new fire slash water type that expels steam from its, its volcano. It evolves from a chili pepper or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, do you have anything that you need? I don't need these things, but now, like now, especially because of the pandemic, I, I, you know, I used to travel a lot, but now I've been sleeping with this sleep music playlist every mm. day for two and a half years now, and now I struggle to sleep without it. Well, can I? I I've got you beat there by a uh, by a um, uh, what's it called? An order an order of magnitude. So when I 200 was two hundred years, yes, yes, two hundred years, I've been <laughs> having trouble sleeping. No, uh, when I was ten or eleven, I started having these awful like i don't know if they're night terrors or whatever they were but like i just couldn't sleep and i got scared of having to go to bed like i would dread having to go to sleep because i like i would lay there and i would just like not be able to sleep or that when i did sleep and it was you know in in my memory it went on for months it probably went on for like you know well two, riley two you're staying weeks. at your mom's place today can yeah. you get your mom in to verify no she's gone <laughs> she's, she's damn it she's off down the bloody it's not the scarborough fair it's the castle main fair selling you a peach relish Made from peaches, the made from the peaches from her backyard that didn't get eaten by the parrots. Mum gets very. What is, do you live in a story like a fairy tale? Come on, <laughs> I live in Australia. <laughs> Your mom lives in a big shoe and she farms peaches, but oh no, the parrots have eaten them all. All of that is true except the shoe part. Mum has a, a great big fruit and veggie garden out the back, right? Mum eats. Mum doesn't mm-hmm. buy produce. She doesn't buy fruit and vegetables from. Living off the grid, nice. She buys. All, she buys all of it. She gets all of it from the um, 
uh, from the back garden and then goes to the market and like trades. Honestly, like so a, your mum lives in the 1700s. Like an agrarian economy. She's like, ah, a sheaf of corn for your tomato there, sir. Um, anyway, no, she's got a great big pear tree and that thing, oh my goodness, it, it, the number of pears, Dennis, you would look at it. Pears or peaches? Pears. You would look at the number of pears on that. It's comical. It's uh, it's un, it's ridiculous. Like the number of pears. Like that like, thing, like well, you, back when you were a teacher, if a child drew a tree with that many pears, and you'd be like, "That's too many." That's too many pears, right? But mum, we've obviously there's like there are sulphur crested cockatoos, there are rainbow lorikeets, there are crimson rosellas, um, and they all just come and eat the pears. And the thing is, they mm. don't eat a pear to completion. They'll take a few bites off it. They go, "That's enough of that one. Move on to the next one." Right? Ruin the pear. Yeah. So mum can't like there. Are, there's a, a, like she'll get a basket of nice looking pears that she can sell or we can eat or whatever else. But then the rest have just been chewed on by various parrots, and so those are the <clears> ones that get stewed up and turned into relish. So when you say is, is it spicy? Okay, I really hope mum doesn't listen to this. Ah, uh, whatever. I've talked about how bad a cook mum is. Whatever. If she listens to it, the cat's oh, is out it the back. Bad? I don't know, Dennis. I try not to eat stuff that mum cooks as whenever possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, when she what well, she, she takes a crate of of this peach of this peach relish down to the market, how much does she come home with? Not not much. I don't think any actually. Mm. Yeah. So mm. maybe maybe I should be trying it. I don't know. Anyway, so she yeah, she sells her pear relish at the market. So she's off doing that today. Is that not just a jam? She calls it relish. No, no. Is it chutney? Is it a chutney? It's a chutney. I don't know if it's a chutney or a relish or what. We're it is. straying too far into what's a sandwich here. I'd like to, I'd like, I'd like to steer things back. What, so no, ten years ago, what, what, what is it that no, makes no, no. a chutney a chutney? What? What oh, is God, the? No. Oh, no. Um, no, I don't know what it is, but look, it must be popular down with the people down at the Castlemaid Scarborough Fair. So yeah, anyway, um, you, so saying, no, you saying night terrors reminded me of a time that you and I had together one time, Riley. A special time, we a special night time, time, Dennis. Yeah. A special night time in bed. You ready for this? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know where we're going with this, but I'm. You I'm, and I were staying in a hotel in Seattle with James. Oh my goodness! Yes. Well, and now the this is a special night time we had together. No, we had. <laughs> we're we're, 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 we're on separate, fl- separate, we're on separate rooms, floors. Separate floors, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fire alarm went off in the middle of the night. Yeah, someone ran into the, f- the lobby and just turned it on and ran out. Hilarious prank. I'm sure that's Great in prank. someone's YouTube compilation somewhere yeah, now. <laughs> really, really good. Really funny. But um, so we ran down and stood outside. It was freezing cold. I think it was like yeah. in, I think it was like sub-zero Celsius. Mm-hmm. But James um, was staying in a room that one of those like accessibility rooms where it has like a shower with like a handle and stuff mm-hmm. to get in. And part of that is it has an alarm for people who are hard of hearing. Oh, my goodness. As which is a giant glowing red light. Yeah, of course, because it wouldn't just be that. Have to, it wouldn't just be the the sound. There'd have to be a visual thing as well. Yeah. So they had it. So, but the whole hotel, the sound still also goes off. Yeah. So while well, we got awoken to a, ra- a loud sound, loud boo klaxon. Yeah, yeah. James got that and a massive glowing red light. Yeah. And James told me he sat bolt upright and thought there was a demon in the room attacking him. Okay. <laughs> like, Dennis, I don't know if you've done this deliberately or not, or if this is just part of what happens to stories when you tell them, but it was me who thought there was a demon in the room. Was that you? It was me, yes. James told us about the light, and he was very scared by that sort of thing, but I thought I was under attack by a demon. That's what I came oh, down so and said. I've, 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 I've edited it down. Yes, this is the Straniac director, the the director's the- cut. Exactly, yes. <laughs> release, the, release the Straniac cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> 
Um, no, yeah, James had a bad time. I, James had a worse time. I had a very bad time though because I thought I was under attack by a demon. I, I woke up and I, I woke up and ripped my arm. My arm was like underneath. I was sleeping with my arm underneath me, and I pulled myself up in a way that like I strained my shoulder and it hurt for the rest of the week. Getting out of bed, you had an injury. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, so you what? So was is this akin? To, well, this net net is a helpful thread here. Is this hmm. akin to the night terrors you had when you were ten or eleven? I don't think so because that was just filled. Like, apparently, Mum was saying it was because I um. It was because I was filled with existential dread. Basically, it was like it was. I had this realization. <laughs> well, apparently, she said it was because I had this realization that I was going to die one day, and I just couldn't stop mm. thinking about that. I, and whenever you know, whenever I'd go to bed, I'd just be set that set there lost in my thoughts. So what she did, and what I, I, she started something I haven't been able to get rid of twenty years later is she started playing audiobooks for me. Right, Hence the podcast audiobook. When I go to sleep. Oh, and honestly, a lot of the time, still audiobooks, right? It started with this. I'm going to hold. I've got it right here, Dennis. This was the audiobook, the first one that we started here. You want to read that for the, for the listener? The Wicked Tricks of Till Hourly Glass. Yeah, by Michael Rosen. By Michael Rosen. Yep. Illustrated by Fritz Wigner. By looks like. Fritz Wigner. Yeah, so this is a, these are traditional German folk tales retold by Mike. Oh, do you know who Michael Rosen is? He is the Isn't guy. You'll, like, you'll actually be familiar with this guy. You know the meme of the gray-haired old guy going like that? Making those funny the, mouth sounds. Nice. That, that one, guy? That is Michael Rosen. What? Yep. <laughs> That's Michael Rosen. So I used to go to sleep listening to that guy, listening to the nice guy, reading me the Wicked Tricks of Tilly Glass. So is is nice. Is that in it's the Wicked Tricks of It's not in that. Unfortunately, it's not in that one. No, otherwise I would have recognized it. No, the only reason I knew that is because I uh, I ended up for some reason, watching that entire video, I'm like, I recognize this guy's voice. And then I looked it up and it was Michael Rosen. Anyway, um, I've, I've not been able to- In a weird in a that. weird Badermeinhof phenomenon, I saw Michael Rosen come up my Twitter the other day because he's quite elderly now and someone said he looks very sick in a video he posted recently. That's sad. So I hope he's doing okay. I hope you're doing, I hope you're doing all right, Michael Rosen. Let me tell you, you lulled me to sleep many a time, my friend. Just gonna Google no, real I, quick don't, in don't, case I, this guy I, died a couple of days. No, he's still ticking. Still, still around? Good on you, Michael Rosen. May you live forever. Anyway. He's um, a British children's author and poet who's written over 140 books. Yeah. Kids kids books, kids kids authors are pretty prolific, I have to say. Yeah. You can, what do you mean by pretty prolific? Yeah, you just churn them out. That's okay. Just, 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 I mean, you could be different. You could be like Stephen King. Why is that? Is he prolific? Adult horror books just churns them out. Just churns them out as well. Anyway, so I, um, uh, yeah, I started listening to audiobooks and was never able to kick the habit. And around around when I moved out, when I was like 18 and moved out, I was like, all right, I have to stop doing this because this is shameful, right? So I started listening to music instead. And then at one point, I'm like, this sucks. I just prefer listening to podcasts and audiobooks <laughs> when I go to sleep. And so I do. And now I listen to... Something I like doing on a plane mm. if I'm trying to sleep is I'll put on my Spotify and shuffle. Mm. Not re- Sometimes I'll do rain, but most I'll just put on normal shuffle. And the te- activity that I love... Is I'll be like, oh yeah, no, here's uh, you know Lola by the because Lola, here's some Kaiser Chiefs song, here's some Muse song, yada yada, and then I fall asleep, mm. and then I wake up sometime later and look at my Spotify and I swipe back to see what the last song I remember hearing yeah, was. Yeah, 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 and and that that happens as well when you like listen to an audiobook and that sort of stuff. You're like, oh no, I remember this bit. I skip forward a little bit, like that sort of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But mostly, I only listen to audiobooks and stuff that I. Like I don't, I don't often listen to things you don't, for the first quote time. Quote don't care about. Yeah, yeah. I listen to stuff that I already know or whatever. It's just because I don't know. It's comforting. It's soothing. And I, the other, the other reason, the reason that I usually talk about, you know, Dennis, this is obviously something I'd only tell you as one of my very good friends. The the stuff course, about the night terrors and that sort of stuff. The, the way I excuse it when people are like, well, that's kind of weird. Um, and it's, it is true, but it's a sort of secondary reason. Uh, I have quite bad tinnitus. 
right? I didn't know that. Yeah. So when, the, I, I don't know if, like, you're similar like this. You have music on all the time. I have music on all the time because just being in an empty Same. room with no music on is just beep for me. I like knew that. you hated that. I did, and, I, and I always thought that, that you were kind of like a dick about it. But if you told me you had tinnitus, that makes a lot more sense. Do you think I was a dick about it because I put music on at your house when it was quiet? Yeah, you were just like, well, how's that music on? I was like, well, okay. I didn't think I was being a dick about it. I just wanted to put some well, music on it. It was just a weird thing to insist on. And I was like, fine. I wasn't annoyed. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But you, you, I didn't know you had tinnitus. Yeah. I didn't know there's a reason behind it. It's not like, it's, it's, it's not so bad that if I'm like talking or if there's other noise around that I can hear. But yeah, in, in, like if we're just in a silence. For example, if we're sitting in like playing a board game where there's not a lot of verbal interaction. Mm-hmm. it'll creep and once i hear it as well i can't i oh, hear it you know what i mean yeah so have you so. always had it no i think it was something because i used to play in a band i used to go to yeah. live gigs and all that sort of stuff i think i just got it in my like early 20s and yeah just it is how it is it's not it's i've i've, I've to be clear it is not that bad like it's not it, it doesn't it doesn't interfere with your day-to-day not life. at all and i've worked with like because i worked in the sound industry for a little bit and i worked with people who like you know you had to speak up because it was just bits, there yeah. all the time. They'd just, you know, they'd grown up in the 60s and 70s. They'd gone to these huge concerts without earplugs or anything else like that. And, you know, yeah, it was, they just constantly so, had someone playing a very high pitched beep in their ear the entire time. So terrible. You mentioned a little bit that it was kind of like, not embarrassing, but certainly private that you, um, mm-hmm. uh, can I tell you something that I do to get to sleep that I don't think I've ever told anybody? Here we go. This is good. Because I've noticed that as I get older, I don't care about, like, I used to be really, really, ashamed of the fact of how like how tight i am with money and i was like i'm a tight i don't care you know i used to be ashamed of the fact that i listened to podcasts to go to sleep now i'm like i don't know like it doesn't bother that me that doesn't at make all. any sense what about what the podcast why would you be ashamed of that i don't know because like childish i guess because it came from a childish thing so i felt you used to say that yeah okay. and it's much more normal these days than it used to be like 10 well, 15 nikki listens to podcasts to go to sleep hmm. but specific ones not, and I don't mean specific podcasts, mm. specific episodes, episodes of podcasts. Yeah, I get that. She's yeah. like three episodes yeah. of Welcome to Night Vale that are in the rotation. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I get that as well. Yeah. Uh, there are some like chapters of certain Discworld books that I just really like listening to uh, when, I, when I'm going to sleep. Anyway, I, what's well, the thing, Dennis? What's the thing you've never told anyone? So late, and it's only obviously in the last year or two for a reason that you'll think that'll become very, very clear to you, mm-hmm. is if I can't get to sleep, mm. I will just start playing a game of League of Legends in my head. Yep. Because I play jungle, mm-hmm. which is very, very rote and quite repetitive at the Hard start of the game. Yep. So I'll just imagine myself going through that. And mm-hmm. then because I'm starting to fall asleep, my game will like, not my game, my brain will like throw curveballs at me. <laughs> like, oh, you're getting invaded. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Kazakhs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then I fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a, that is, that is broadly speaking in the same kind of lane as counting sheep, right? It's not that different than counting sheep. You're no. counting krugs. What yeah. difference does it make? Count, counting chickens. Getting chickens. Yeah. I mean, after they've hatched, obviously. Uh, years ago, not so much these days, but obviously when, uh, when when I was like really into like the thicker things with competitive magic and like grinding deck lists and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, Dennis and I were both quite big into magic for a while. Um, I would uh, recite deck lists whenever I needed to. Yeah, very similar. Whenever I needed to. But this wasn't just when I needed to sleep. Whenever I needed to like focus or calm down or just like do something. Like, like for example, the, the the biggest example I can give you is when I went to have my wisdom teeth out and I was panicking, right? Because I just, I just, the whole, the whole situation just absolutely gave me yeah. the game of the wheelies. And so as I was lying there trying to calm down, I was just going like fourth rank task. For restoration angel, <laughs> like just going like through that this list in my head to try to, <laughs> to try to sort of recenter myself. So I think that's all in the same kind of same kind of vein. 
Yeah, it's just doing something that is that uh, takes up the f- sort of like frontal functions of your brain. Yeah, it's something you have to kind of, uh, it's not focus on, but something that just occupies, yeah. It is It is the, the mental or psychological equivalent of a fidget spinner, I think. Yeah, it is. And I, I, I love that feeling of like when you're about to fall asleep and you, you can tell because your, your brain starts throwing stuff at you that you don't feel like you thought of. Can I tell you something about a bloke? I think his name was uh, Montaigne. Yeah, Michel de Montaigne, the French philosopher. I'm, I'm reasonably certain that this is the bloke. It could have been someone else, right? But I'm reasonably sure it's this guy. So he was quite wealthy. Mm-hmm. And he loved the sensation of falling asleep, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think... It's a nice feeling, but it's not one you get to enjoy because, you know, you're sleeping. This guy loved the feeling of falling asleep so much that he would have his servants come and, like, ring bells in the middle of the night to wake him up, right? So he could go half asleep, sort of hazy sort of thing, and then drift back off to sleep again. He enjoyed that sensation so much. I had a... I had an ex-girlfriend. Oh, no, no, no. We're not done with talking about Montana. We're going through this a little bit more. Because how... It was related. How... Well, there's a, a few more wry observations we need to make here about Montaigne. How rich and entitled can you be that you're waking up your other servants just so they can wake you up a bit and go back to sleep? Yeah, this is a this is a real this is really throwing manpower at the at the uh, inventing the alarm yes. basically, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Like uh, this guy. Anyway, um, sorry, you the you don't have any more wry observations to make about Michelle de Montaigne. So uh, let's uh, let's continue. Uh, I had a girlfriend who liked this as well. Michelle de Montaigne. Um, she was a, a fan of, of French Renaissance philosophers, fan. or huge yeah. fan, yeah, huge yeah, yeah, yeah. fan. No, who liked the feeling of, it's a little bit related and it's something that I hate, mm-hmm. which is the feeling of being asleep, in, like dozy in bed before you have to get up. You don't like that? I like it mm. on like a Sunday. But if okay. she had to get up at 7.30, uh, she was set an alarm for 6, 6.15, 6, 6.30, 6.45, 7.15. no, 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 no. I will do that, but I will do it for at the most half an hour and usually like 15 minutes, right? If I have to get up at 7.30, no. my alarms will start going off at like 10 past, maybe quarter past seven. I would say on average it was, I don't know, I can't remember if she did snoozes or if she had them all scheduled, but it was on, it was on average six or eight that's, alarms that's a morning. Un- no, that's ridiculous. That's too many. I, 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 I couldn't handle it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you ended up with Nikki instead. Even if it does mean you listen yep. to the same three episodes of Night Vale over the time. Oh, I can't again. do it. It, freak, it, freak, it freaks me out. If I come to bed, I turn it off. Oh really? I've well, not listened to it. My sister has listened to it. It's like a story, isn't it? It's like a yeah, but it's it's like it's, a radio it's play? like but yeah, but it's like Lovecraftian. Yes, it's spooky. Yeah. And also the the Tomber, like guys, uh, Cecil Baldwin, whatever his name is, the 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 Tomber's voice is very nice, but the cadence is very like. And then the clouds would roll in, yeah, and they would make the people below weary. And yeah. it's like, okay, so, I can't do this. It's like you're playing Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> it is. And I was like, all right, I'm done. It's the last enemy of the conscious. Yeah. Like that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, no, not good. I tell you this from my perspective, Megan. Oh, my goodness. She's out of... Well, Megan has two modes. Stay in bed all day or out of, out of bed like I'm, a greyhound. Like, I love got, doing that. If she's got like an early client or something like that, like it's, it's incredible because like she can be so... She's in bed right now. Like it's nearly 11 o'clock. She's sitting there watching me record this podcast, not even paying for the Patreon, still getting all those exclusive behind the scenes stuff. Patreon.com wow. slash, uh, slash... What is it? Have a listen to this. Patreon.com slash half-house history. First one to go. And then, anyway. Anyway. Um, she she will either stay in bed until 11 o'clock, which is what she's done today. She's having a great time. What are you doing? You're on TikTok? Scrolling, scrolling through horse videos on TikTok? Yes, yeah, she is. She's not denying it. Anyway, or 7.30 a.m., bang, she's out of there in the jodpers, off down. Yeah, that's it. Off she goes. So I used to find when I, used to, when I worked in a hospital, I had to get up really early. Um, mm. I found if I when the alarm goes off, 
if I just just take that like oh because you have to be a little bit awake for a second to turn the alarm off mm. if in that window just stand up yeah i know it's so difficult if you to can do. make yourself do it it's you're flying so you're hard to do i had to teach myself to do that when i got my first full-time job as a teacher right like that got mm. me and then and then i was like mm, when i finished my teaching job i'm like ah i'll continue with my positive sleep I'll d- oh no, <laughs> no. Although, since moving to Australia, the jet lag kind of restarted my sleep habits. And now I, I get up at like, I, I say get up, I wake up at about 8.30 every day and I'm out of bed before 9.30 usually, which is early for me. I know most people listen to this on full-time jobs are going to be like, you amateur. Or sitting in an you, office by nine. You yeah. child. Oh, well, that's the thing. I mean, when I was a full-time, when I was working full-time, I had to be at school at eight, you know. Yeah. So, anyway. Dennis. Yes. I want to ask you something. Okay. And... It is one of those questions where I'm only asking you so I can give you my answer. My favorite kind. I love when, I can't remember what comedian said it, um, but they're like, oh, I love when someone else is talking. And you're like, mm, oh, it's John Mulaney. And he's like, and you're not really listening to them, you're just waiting. You're like, mm, yes, me next. You're yeah. just waiting for them to finish. <laughs> exactly. Well, mm, I get to go next. What's the weirdest thing that you've kept from your childhood? What have I kept from my childhood? That is an interesting one. Uh, Something that popped in my head. It's not something that I've kept, mm. but it's actually very related to what we were talking about earlier with sleep. Mm. Is when I was a kid, I used to watch the same film every night to go to sleep until I wore the tape out. Yeah, that's that's like me and the wicked tricks of chill hourglass. Oh, so you do don't you want to talk about my thing? You want to go back to sleep talk? I do. I'm not. I'm not pivoting back. No, that's fine. You know dude, we, we can do your thing, Dennis. Whatever. What was I the think I told you? What film was, was it? This? The mask. No, God, no. Was it Jim Carrey's The Mask? No, it was not Jim Carrey's The Mask. If I were to tell you, Riley, yeah. to come on and slam and to welcome to the jam, I watched Space Jam every night. You watched every night. Spache Jam. Spa- a Space Jam. I watched a Space Pair Jam every night. I haven't seen that film, I think, since it first came out. Boy, is it not very good. But yeah. you know what it is? It's, sh- <laughs> it's, sh- it's short. <laughs> In and out. So you didn't, yeah, uh, yeah. you haven't kept that video though? I'm not overly sentimental about stuff like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think about stuff that I've kept since I was a child. So, well, I'll, I'll do my bit while I'm giving you a chance to talk. You, can, you, don't, time, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to listen. So, I, so I've come back to Australia recently after living overseas for a long time. And I went out to my storage lockup where all my stuff was stored because it was in mum's garage and she didn't want it there. So when I visited last time a couple of years ago, I put it in a storage locker. Anyway, I've gone through and to my credit, I threw out a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff that I didn't need. But when I was going through like all the old trinkets and treasures from when I was a kid, there was some stuff that I honestly just couldn't bring myself to part with. Like Dennis, the do you know the brand Rip Curl? It's a famous. Yes, I think I had some Rip Curl T-shirts. Yeah, it's a famous surfing brand. Brand. And when I was, I think, fourteen, I went out and bought myself a very cool Rip Curl silver chain. Because oh boy, in two thousand and three, I guess wearing silver cha- like thickish silver chains was something that cool boys did, and so I bought that. And the cl- class was broken, and it's tarnished and horrible looking. But I couldn't bring myself to throw it out. Does it remind you of a simpler time? I don't know why. I like I, one time we were playing with. I don't even know why we were doing this, but in a science class, we were playing with resin. I think it was to learn about like preserving stuff or whatever else. Like, you know, like resin that you can put stuff like you like can put stuff in and charge. You can put stuff in and film yourself doing it on TikTok and bully people into paying a lot of money for your small business for it to make a little pyramid out of the Amor. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, but sure. Um, I I bet Megan knows that she's on TikTok right now. I put a a pencil stub into a thing of, of resin. 
right? What is a pencil stub? A pencil you sharpened beyond be- to, it's about, it's about two centimeters long. And I put it into you, that. You, Riley held those fingers and I heard him a bit go back to say, I bet this big yeah, until I realized I, this yeah, is an exactly, audio only yeah, format. Yeah, yeah, dude, I did do that. Um, but just all these other little bits and pieces. My mouth guard from when I used to play rugby. Mm, gross. Yeah, I know. Also, like, kind of disgusting. But I just can't bring Ugh. myself to throw these things out. You know what Nikki has at her parents' house, which I hate that her mom always shows me whenever I go over there? Mm. Not always, but has shown me a couple times. A little silver, like, little, like, jewelry box mm. full of her baby teeth. Ah, uh, you've stolen a march on me, Dennis. You've stolen oh? a march on me because that was going to be the climax of my story. No, oh God, you have that? For cloning? So when I was going through all my stuff, I found all my old Lego, right? Okay. And I was like, I was like going through my Lego and like, because I had like spaceships, but my, the, I, I had the, the, like a couple of police cars and some, some, mm-hmm. I had some Bionicle as well. That was sick, right? And, but my prized possession of all the Lego I had, Dennis, my favorite Lego set. It was a dentistry was my, set. <laughs> was my dentistry set. Was my X-Wing. My original Star Wars Ooh, X-Wing. scans. Right? And I used to have it up. Even when I was, like, well into my teens, I had it on display on my, yep. like, shelf, right? And I don't have any memory of doing this whatsoever. I have no idea how this happened. But at the, at the front of the Lego, of the original Lego X-Wing, there's a little, like, hidden secret compartment. That in the nose uh-huh. of it, you can, like, open up, right? There's a little sort of hatch well, that is, opens is up a mis- like Is that. a missile supposed to go in there? No, there's nothing that's supposed to go in there. It's just a little hatch, right? It's not, I don't know what it's there for. It's not like there's a part that gets it put in. Like, there's a little slot for R2-D2 at the back. There's Your loop can be put in there. I guess you could put his lightsaber in that bit because he did come with a lightsaber that doesn't fit into the cockpit. Anyway, I found the X-Wing. It was still, I mean, the wings had sort of broken off and the, the parts were all there together, but the, the, the body of the, the ship was still together. And it rattled. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, Luke must have come dislodged in his, in his cockpit or something else like that. But no, he was sitting there still fine after all these years. So I was like, oh, what have I hidden? Like a rattling, maybe a rustling or something would be fine. Maybe I don't know what I would have hidden there, but there was something rattling around in the nose it, of my x It didn't sound like Lego on Lego. It, it did not like sound like Lego. It sounded, Dennis, very specifically like enamel on Lego because when I opened it up, there <laughs> were about eight or nine baby teeth. Now, are they yours? I don't know. But I'm going to say yes, because who else's would they be, Dennis? They could be like Mel's, maybe, I guess. I don't know. My, your sister didn't sneak into your room, put your baby teeth in your... Into my Lego X-Wing, I guess? <laughs> is that, and can she's you... like, why is the Tooth Fairy never paying me? I'm putting my teeth in the X-Wing. I don't can... understand. <laughs> <laughs> just as, just as uh, you know, as, as our ancients did, spoken of old. I don't know. I can't remember ever putting them there. I don't know why I decided my Lego X-Wing would be the best place to keep them, Right. Who are you? But it's you put them in a secret hiding place, so secret you forgot it. Who are you hiding them from? But also, is the on. Tooth Fairy myth very different in Australia? Do you have, have to protect your teeth? Didn't the te- didn't the te- Tooth Fairy take them all? Yeah, Where shouldn't you she- be scammed? You've been scammed. Did you? Well, no, I got the money, so I don't care. She got scammed. She's the one. Who well, got did scammed. you? How much? I mean, let's say you got a pound, right? Well, we don't have pounds in the. Uh, you're, in, you're, in, you're in the British Empire, right? I'm okay. Not in the, not in the British Empire, Dennis. Live in Australia. So, yeah, the Australian right, dollar. Right. Yeah. Right, what year were you born? Uh, I was born in 89. So this would have probably been in 95, something like that? No, right? yeah, 94, 95. I, I, no, yeah, 93, 94. I remember the first time I lost a tooth, I got a dollar. I got okay. a dollar, which is worth about 50p for you. 
Okay, let me see. I'm Dennis not rising to the remark that I impugning him as being. She said it was to me. I heard it. Yeah, I heard well, it. You got you got a yes and me here, Dennis. Riley, go on. Every dollar you would have gotten back in 1995, yeah, you'd be worth a dollar eighty four now. Inflation, baby. <laughs> I thought the inflation would be a little yeah, more yeah, pronounced. Yeah, it's going to be a little more. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, they're not. They're not Bitcoin. Uh, no, I only got a dollar. They're Bitcoin. Very good. That's not bad. But I guess the Tooth Fairy was too lazy to take him out of my room and just dump him in my X-Wing or something? No, or alternatively, the Tooth Maybe that's why he had those night terrors. Coming in at 10 every night, flipping over the pillows, be like, we're shaking you down. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> Where have you put it? Where are the teeth? <laughs> Smack you around a little, yeah. But I, I remembered one thing I kept from my childhood. Yeah. I want to know because I want to know just how weird I am keeping all this stuff for no well, reason. Well, mine, mine is not full of any body parts, okay. so it's going to be less weird than that for sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, I used to have a Pokeball. Oh, a yeah. A Pokemon ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little and spring mechanism. Large. You click the thing and it... No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Because This Pokeball, Riley, was about the size of my adult fist. That's a big forever, Pokeball. I have, I have big Pokeball. That's a big Pokeball. That's a, I mean, if that you were, know what, if you that know were what, a Pokeball, you know, that, like, if you want to put a hat on that, you'd have to go to the adult section of the shop. You know, he only takes them off his belt and they go from being really small to being really big. Yes. And it's never explained how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> It was bigger than the, it was like the big size. Yes, yeah, well, bigger than that, I would say. Your fist, you got you got Probably. meaty fists. Go on, and you could open it, mm. and inside Riley was a video game. Oh, so it had it had this grid, right? It was a screen on the top half of the Pokeball. Oh, so it was like a little console. Yes, right, a little handheld. And the okay. bottom half of the Pokeball, yeah, had this grid which looked kind of like a like a bullseye. Mm-hmm. So it had these like spots and a big bullseye in the middle, mm-hmm. and then these like rings around it, right? Yeah. And you would encounter a Pokemon, mm-hmm. and it would um, light up on one of the rings, and you'd have to tilt it and steer it to keep it in the middle. And then yes. you'd have to these buttons. There was these buttons you have to press on the side to like catch the Pokemon. What was in the middle? I'm, I'm this. I I'm surprised did I've you, never this? seen this because I was like huge into Pokemon. If I could do a Pokeball catch, I've, I've, game. I think I've. Toy. I think I've found it. Yeah, I think I've found it. It's I have it right here. Yeah, I have it right here. Yeah, it is quite a it's a large one. It's the one with me on the There's a tiger on it, there's a Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pokemon gotta catch them all electronic ball. I might buy one of these, bro. I've um, never seen that toy. When was that released? It you was beat younger it, than me? It was Yeah, oh, it, it got beat up this thing. I remember one time yeah. I closed it on a door handle to see if it would stay closed. It would. Um but that sat on my shelf well like uh, probably until I was eighteen or nineteen. <laughs> It's so funny how when you were like, and there was a screen on the top, I'm imagining like, you know, a large OLED backlit. This thing is about <laughs> two centimeters square, like a Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tam- Dennis, I, f- I found my Tamagotchi. I f- it's not a Tamagotchi. I found, a, I found a Digimon. Is it alive? I don't know. I need new batteries for it. I'm going to get new batteries, see how it is. It doesn't sound like it's alive. <laughs> it's the batteries well, right I mean, it's only been what? 17 Do you think this years? is like is this like Futurama? It's like he'll come back any day now. I'm yeah. sure. No, I'm, I'll put the badges in. Be like, oh, what's up? I've got a lot of poo that you need to clean up. Please. I used to have one of those. These are poo everywhere. Oh yeah. my god, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I used to take. Oh man, I took I took it into school one time, um, because <laughs> how I'm trying to, I because it wasn't the internet that I knew this. But so the, for the Digimon, for those, those who don't know, it was it was basically it always started as a little, little digi- blob. It looks like a, it's, it was the watch they wore in the show, right? Mm, it looked like a little thing. It looked it was it had a plastic casing that was designed to look like a prison cell, more or less, and then the bars on the front had been broken. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Anyway, um, I got it. It's called a Digivice. A Digivice. So 
I have the, one of these too. So the 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 little blob would evolve into different creatures depending on how much you fed it, how often you cleaned it, all this other stuff. What depending on what you interact with. Anyway, there was this like incredible form that I was moving towards it evolving into, and I can't remember how I learned how to do this because there were, you didn't have the internet to do that. I don't. You I, might have had instructions. I don't know what it was. But anyway, the point was that I had to do something to it at some certain time, which meant that I had to sneak it into school. And I uh-huh. remember galloping out of the classroom. It, Rodney, my teacher, was in the middle of a lesson and it beeped in my pocket or you did something. You couldn't change the first names? Yeah, yeah, in primary school we did, yeah. Um, Wild. In Anyway, so my it, it beeped or something like that. And I ran out of the room, not like, oh, can I go to the toilet? And things like that. I, I actually ran out of the room and hid amongst the backpacks, right? So I could interact with it in the way that I can't even remember if it actually evolved in the way that I wanted it to, but I remember so distinctly, like grabbing the digital and running out of the room and running like, where are you going? And I like, it, 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 it completely overtook any like other worldly concern that didn't I had. Didn't care getting in trouble. Didn't yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Because doing that, running out of the classroom with a, a like a, it's consequences, a yeah. device. I don't, I can't remember if I got in trouble. One time Rodney took my Game Boy I, off I, me, I, me and Matt Perrin, we snuck our Game Boys into school to trade because I had Celebes and Muse and he wanted them. And right, you want to plug those those cable links in and wait, 20, wait three to five business days for a Pokemon to make its way across. And it was the three to five business days that caught us out, Dennis, because Rodney caught <laughs> us in the middle of the trade. Now, Rodney was Rodney was a good teacher and he was a good man. And never was that more exemplified than when he caught us, Dennis, he let us complete the trade. Wow. He took the Game Boy's office. We did get in trouble, right? But he when he caught us sure. trading, he we were he was like, give me them. We're like, no, no, please, just just like a minute. We're in the middle of and like, you know, when you're 12 and you're trying mm-hmm. to explain something like that to an adult. But he obviously realized that it mattered that much to us that he was like, all right. And then when we were finished, he's like, have you finished? He's like, yep. He's like, hand them over. And then we, they confiscated the man. Like he gave us he gave them back and somehow didn't tell our parents about it. He was a good he was a good guy. But um I did, I did get in some trouble for that one, but that's fine. I remember I had, I, I had a Tamagotchi. It might actually be a Digivice, and I think about it. Mm. When I was a kid, and I, like you, wasn't allowed to take it to school. Of course. Um, so I tasked my mother with taking care of it while I was at school. You had a cool mom. My mom would have put it in the garbage, i tell you that. Let me tell you how my mom, two days in, was like, oh, it broke. Oh, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. See, that was going to go in one of two ways. It was going to be like... And then my mum wouldn't give it back to me because she'd fallen in love with it and she wanted to no. play with it all the time and had to get me a new one. <laughs> she, she was like out to coffee with her friends, like beep, 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 beep. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to throw this thing into the river. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't do it. No, my, my, so your parents were a lot cooler than mine because my parents didn't let me have any of that stuff. Like I was in the well, other Your mum was, was ahead of the no screen time movement. You would never would have been an iPad kid. Oh, right? no. She was like she was almost like a hippie with with some of the stuff mm. that she uh, she got up to when we were kids. Uh, we I was given a Game Boy by my uncle, uh, you know, trying to be the cool uncle. Uh, it did Classic like, move. Well, move. I bought, well, I bought my nieces and nephews a Nintendo Switch last year, so I totally understand. So my parents weren't happy about this, and they only allowed me to play my Game Boy on school holidays, not even not weekends. We, not weekends. Sometimes right. it was weekends, but then it was because I wouldn't do anything else. It was it ended up just being school holidays for like an hour, hour a day at most, right? So I, I was very, very carefully regulated. Um, and then that went on. I think Dad bought a an Xbox because he wanted to play the V8 Supercars Xbox game, which I found amongst all the sh- all the stuff that I've got in storage. I found V8 Supercars. <laughs> you can race around Bathurst. Um, so I got to play like Jedi stuff and that sort of stuff. But again, only on uh, oh no, that I think by that stage it was weekends it was okay. But then I had to wait for Oliver and Dad to finish watching, watching the footy, so I'd only get to start playing at like eleven mm. o'clock, and then bedtime was midnight. So 
Did I tell you about my first exposure to video games like this? Uh, I woke up when I was six or seven years old. Oh my goodness, go on. And I, I hear my parents, right? This story could have gone one of two ways. You ready for this? Oh, I know this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, in yeah. bed and I hear my parents laughing and giggling in the sitting room. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, I'll go investigate. They sound like they're having a good time. And Riley, I, I, I was scarred forever by what I saw in that sitting room. Yeah. Because I opened that room. Yep. That door to find my parents playing Super Mario Brothers on a Nintendo Entertainment System that I didn't know we had. <laughs> so this was a system that would have come out before you were born. Oh yeah, my dad got it from like a, a guy at work who didn't want it anymore. It was like, you can't want this one. I was like, yeah, sure. I would have because I, I, my first thing been, you traitor! You've had this the entire time and you've never told no, me. No, he just. I got didn't it. realize that. Um, yeah. So they did. They just got it that day. Yeah. My dad like set it up. I was like, let's see if it works. And they were screwing around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember my dad also had a PC at the time. Yep. Uh, that had Super Mario on it. I don't know how. How? Yeah. It must have been an, an emulator. Sorry, Dennis, I'm going to have to stop the podcast here because I, uh, I need to call Nintendo, their legal team. They are going to be coming for one Mozart Straniak. One Mozart Straniak. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not going after this. But um, yeah, I remember. So I remember, I'd wake my, I remember waking my dad up distinctly. And going, Dad, I want to play Mario. And he'd go, the computer one or the TV one. Yeah. And he'd turn it on and go back to bed. <laughs> then again, I'm not surprised that your dad had an illegal bootleg PC version of Mario. Like, your dad used well, to be an assassin who, you know, well, killed, that. Who well, killed well, people I'm for sure, money. I'm sure, so. I'm sure that'll be an episode yeah. at some point yeah, in the, the fact future. that Dennis's, Dennis's father was an assassin, an international man you of history. About, you want to talk about part of video games? My parents are from Yugoslavia, mm-hmm. and they grew up in Yugoslavia. They would... There was a pirate radio station in Yugoslavia mm-hmm. that would broadcast video games on the radio. Oh, Dennis, I would have thought I played a lot of sea shanties. <laughs> so there was like old school tapes and you put in a digital tape yeah. and you'd record the broadcast and that would write the code for the game. I'm sorry. The tape. Sorry. I didn't even, because I was so deep on the sea shanty joke. Can you back up? They would download video games from a radio station? Yes. No, no, that's not that. What? Yeah. So if I want to play, you know, Call of Duty 5 or whatever the next one's coming out, I don't have to d- buy it or anything. I can just, I can tune into 101.9 The Fox and download it. What are and you talking go, about? <laughs> and yeah, that'll be, the, that'll be the game. And let me tell you, Riley, my, you, know, you know what game my dad distinctly remembers playing? Go on. The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. A text adventure the game. The Third Age. No. So right, Shadows yeah, over like, yeah. Mordor. Okay. Shadow, Shadow over Mordor, yeah. So I want you to imagine how obtuse and difficult to play old um uh, Oh, I've text tried. I've games. tried. Oh. Like I've tried playing Zork, Zork and all the rest right? of them. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and yeah. The, the the options that and the syntax is very very specific. Well, this comes from the, even remote- This comes from the age of video games. You know, I played through um uh, a link to the past on mm-hmm. on my stream. And I'm very glad I did that with a live chat helping me because some of the solutions, some of the puzzles seem to have been try everything you can possibly think of until one of them works. Today, and, like, the, and this is 10 years prior to that. And to, like today, video games have a language. You know what I mean? You see, a, I mean, yes. this is a bad example because this existed in that game, but like you see a cracked wall, bomb, right? You know, that's you see a red, you see a red door, you find a red key. Exactly. That sort of stuff. Whereas like in a link to the past, there's some of that stuff, but there's some stuff that's just like, oh no, you have to use the magic wand with this powder at this time on this on, on this enemy or something. It's like, oh, it works like that. Does it? Yeah. So I want you to imagine playing a text adventure game yeah. with no graphics that you parted off the radio. So I'm sure your copy isn't perfect. When you don't really speak very much English. Oh right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
they didn't have the Croatian uh, the Croatian localization. No, and there. Tolkien is laying this stuff on yeah, thick. Yeah, of course. Yeah, from yeah. beyond the grave at this stage, <laughs> and you're there like go left. Yes, pick up be sword. Hob- be Hobbit and no bueno. Yeah, <laughs> Hobbit attack orc. Like yeah. no way. Use <laughs> sword on goblin. <laughs> I yeah, did not know no, you could yeah. download video games from the radio. I don't listen to the radio anymore. I, I, I'll go back to listen to the radio. That was what he used to say. Maybe maybe he was full of it, but I'm pretty sure it sounds plausible, right? Maybe what that, are what are video games if not tape? That was his What are, what is Chutney, Dennis, if not an amalgamation oh, okay. of maybe that was him covering downloading his um his latest assignment. I have found an article here writing on interestingengineering.com titled You Could Download Video Games on the Radio in the 1980s. Well, there you go. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. Unless your dad wrote that article in order to cover the fact. We have to do an episode no. on your dad, dude. We have to. This is th- th- this is by Samir Itanjak, so it couldn't possibly be him. We have to do an episode on it. We have to do a dad episode. A dad we'll pers- do a dad episode. We'll, we'll, we'll do it on Father's Day. Well, that's going to pose a problem because Father's Day is on a different day for me than it is for you. We'll do it on the real Father's Day. We'll explain so the difference. We'll do it on okay. American Father's. We'll do it. We'll do it on American Father's we'll Day. Do Ameri- we'll do it on American Father's Day. <laughs> I guess the bulk of our audience is is American, so that, probably that, no, that that's probably true. But yeah, he used to download video games over the radio, and imagine because you, the, I mean, Yugoslavia wasn't behind the Iron Curtain; it was the hole in the Iron Curtain. But it certainly did not have free import for the West as as much as you know the UK did. Well, I mean, the, the capitalist um, pig dogs were brainwashing the Yugoslavian uh, youth with you know the Lord of the Rings text adventure game. Yeah. Yeah, but also like my dad, my dad's like I remember when um when I was like I remember when Yellow Submarine was number one on the radio and I'm like in the sixties and yeah. I was like did that come out a lot later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but yeah, someone had to smuggle it in or not smuggle it in, but like import it, yeah. which would have been extraordinarily difficult in the eighties, I'm sure, especially in Yugoslavia, like I said, and then decide to share it with the world mm. by broadcasting it on the radio. By, bro- and I bro- by broadcasting really cool. unlistenable like uh, oh, it, it sounds like it sounds like a dial-up modem. Yeah, yeah, I bet it would. Yeah, I mean, you you did you did a serviceable impression of it uh, earlier, but he remembers playing Lord of the Rings and stuff. That, or it, might, it might have been the Hobbit. It was some token text adventure game that was totally impenetrable to him, as you might imagine. Do you want to do you want to hear something really dumb about like old mm. video games and sort of stuff? Right. So as I said, I I got rid of so much stuff. Right. From right, I, I threw out a whole lot of stuff. Um, I say throughout most of the stuff. I actually am just going to try to give away. Right. Like I've got a few boxes of books and and some clothes and all that sort of stuff, but. Also on my old DVDs, including the the Lord of the Rings trilogy, right? I was just like... Mm. Extended edition? No, uh, maybe. I don't know. Fake, fake, fake fan. Fake fan. Um, all these DVDs, you know, I would say like 40, maybe 50 DVDs. I used to collect DVDs too, yeah. But I just looked at these like, I'm never going to use these. I don't even you have mean, a device. Oh, no, I could put them on a PlayStation, I guess. But like, you put them on a PlayStation, but broadly speaking, you don't have a device that plays them. But it's like, I don't, I don't want or need any uh, i don't need arrested development right seasons one two and three on dvd because i can just go on the internet and watch it there and that will be less hassle because i won't have to change the disc but that's going to be tricky to do possibly in 30 years so maybe i keep them well i don't know how long cds last like all this media rots yeah in any case it was a very easy decision now i'll have to revisit Mm, it but it was a very easy decision to get rid of all my dvds Take them into a game however, summit, see how much to see how much they'll give you for them. However, when I went through all of my Xbox and Xbox 360 games, right? When I went through all them, all my Game Boy games, not throwing any of them out. 
I could play what? any number of them. Probably, I mean, go to Steam. It's all on Steam. I mean, I could play any of it like that. But no, I was like, and it's harder to find an Xbox that's going to work with a control you, that doesn't, or, or, or a TV that takes a SCART cable. <laughs> TV. <laughs> That has the, the little red, the yellow, blue one with the little Z exactly. shaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I couldn't. You're, I know you said your mom was a hippie before. That does just beam radiation at you. Like I understand why. I, I couldn't like. I couldn't part with actually, them. Actually, it's fine. I couldn't part with them. Like all my my, my copy of like stolen right uh, that I got for four ninety five from a from a a blockbuster pre owned sale, which we've realized is probably about eight dollars nowadays. To be fair, so that's big money. Oh, um, that, that that that's just going up and up and up in value. Um, I have like. I, I have two copies of uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I don't know why. I don't. Well, yeah. I, I don't know how I got two, but I have two for some reason. Um, and I just I, I packed them all away because I want to keep them. I don't. I, I I cannot bring myself like the DVDs. Eh, whatever. I can find them online. That's fine. Video games probably easy to find them online because there's like one central depository of them. Steam, right? But I just communities like yeah, communities keep that stuff alive and stuff even after even sold them out. I just can't. I can't bring myself to get rid of them. I remember I had the Steelbook version of Resident Evil 4 for the PlayStation 2. That was very proud of that. I've got cool. the Steelbook version of Halo 2. Dennis, would you like to guess uh, what age is better when put away in a, in, a storage ca- in a storage container? Do you think it's a Steelbook or do you think it's just a plastic case? I bet it's the way you phrase the question. I bet it's just Did a plastic case. Did you guess case. the plastic case, Dennis? Because you're correct. The Halo 2 <laughs> Steelbook is covered in rust and gunk and grime. Oh, and it looks, cool, it looks horrible. Oh, no. It looks awful. Anyway, all those, uh, all those games I... All those games that I've forgotten about and will never play again. Simpsons Hit and Run. Um, Great game. Well, I actually I don't think I ever actually like played that properly. I don't know why. Lord of the Rings: The Third Age. Oh, what a game that was! Oh my goodness. But uh, you know this this comes from an era, Dennis, where you would play anything. It didn't matter how bad oh, the game stop. was, you would finish it, right? Dude, that's why I love Metal Gear Solid so much. You just play it again and again and again and again and again. Oh, yeah. Does, uh, they happen to be great games. That was pure coincidence. <laughs> but yeah, if, they could be the worst games in the world and you're still grinding out those bad boys. Still grinding them out, getting 100% every time. Anyway, what should I do? What should I do with my rugby mouth guard? I'm never going to use it again. I'm not going to display it proudly. It's just going to sit in a box. Throw it out! Ah, well, easy for you to say, Dennis. Easy and correct. Okay. <laughs> Easy and objective and the right thing to do. I'll tell you what, when you come and visit me in Australia, once I've got all this story stuff, you can go through and you can be the final. You can make the hard cuts and I'll look away and pretend I didn't notice. I'll take, I'll take it off your hands and a man will come and lift the bin away. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show, get the show a little bit early, as well as some other exclusive perks, and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.